Welcome to this week's virtual drasha. This week we have the incredible privilege to read Parshas Noach. And of course the event which takes center stage in the parsha is the Mabel, the flood. At the end of last week's parsha already, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has Kivyachal remorse or regret over having, over having created man. Created man with so much potential, so much promise, so many possibilities, and yet man seems to squander all of those divinely gifted opportunities Humanity descends into chaos and HaKadosh Baruch Hu has no choice, so to speak, but to go ahead and obliterate mankind. Start again. Noach, Noach and his family essentially become the second Adam Arishon. They become the new start for humanity. So at the end of the parasha, the Torah begins to go through all of the new generations. Noach and his sons, Noach and his children repopulate the world. And the Torah goes through a list of genealogies. So the truth is, generally, if we're honest, when it comes to genealogies, we already had this in Barashas, we kind of hear it, we begin it, and we tune out. But in the back of my mind, I'm wondering, why is this all here? Like, in other words, it's very interesting to see how the generations progressed. And of course, many of the Mepharshim explain that the whole point of the genealogies is really to take us from Noah to Avraham Avinu, to go from pivotal personality to pivotal personality. But it can't just be that the Torah is just giving us information, genealogical information, historical information, generational information, just to get from point A to point B. There must be a message embedded in these genealogies, in these people, in these names as well. And I want to draw your attention to a Pasuk that just caught my eye. The Pasuk says, this is in Parag Yud, Pasuk Chav Vav, chapter 10, verse 26. The Torah says as follows. The Torah writes, V'yaktan yalad es al-modad, ve'es shalef, ve'es chatzar moves, ve'es yarach. So a little, okay, you look at it, little translation. Yaktan gave birth to al-modad, and shalef, and chatzar moves, and yarach. Okay, so it's Gayaktan, and these are all of his sons. These are all of his... But it struck me, one of the names that's there is Chatzar Moves. How does Chatzar Moves translate? So again, chapter 10, verse 26. We're introduced to a guy, Chatzar Moves. Now, Chatzar Moves, his entire, his entire role in the Torah is literally one Pasuk. One Pasuk, one word. His name is mentioned. You wonder to yourself, how does a guy get a name, Chatzar Moves? Chatzar Moves literally means, Chatzar is a courtyard, Moves, death, courtyard of death. You know, literally moments before, I'm sharing this piece of story, they had the great schos to participate in a bris, Baruch Hashem, a wonderful mishpacha, the Brookmeyer mishpacha from our Kihilo, who just named their little boy, I had the great schos to name the baby, the, the Bitzalel Tzvi, Bitzalel Tzvi, and the Avia Ben Reb Jordan was telling me all the different thoughts, all the different kavanas. The baby was born during Sukkis. Sukkah is Bitzel Hemenusa. Sukkis is this, literally one enters into the Sukkah in the and you're in the shade, the protective shade of God. Bitzal El. Bitzal, Bitzal Kel, in the shade of Kaddish Baruch Hu. So much beauty and so much meaning goes into names. The Arizal HaKadosh writes that when parents name their children, they're given a level of Ruach HaKadosh because a name, the Gemara says, is Minolan Dishma. Garam, a name captures your essence, a name captures your destiny. And we have Chatzar Mavas, courtyard of death. Can you imagine Yaktan and his wife sitting down the night before the bris, so to speak? Right? Let's go through some baby names. There's some popular ones, Amodad, Shalef. You know, Chatzar Mavas, courtyard of death, really has a nice ring to it. Right? Let's just go with Chatzar Mavas. You know, they eliminated all the other names, the grandfathers, the uncles, the this, that. Let's go with Chat. Strange. What a strange name. And there's an incredible Medrash. The Medrash is bothered by this as well. So the Medrash writes, Makam hu 
Shishmo Chatzermavas. There's a place that's actually, it was a place that was called Chatzermavas. This was the name of the place. Shehain Ochlin Krishim, Velov Shim Klei Papir, Umitzapim Lemisa Bechoyom. These were people who lived in a place where they really wanted a lot of material wealth. They really didn't accomplish all that much. And they just waited to die. In other words, that living, living didn't really take on all that much meaning. Their, their life, you know, they did, they did what they did. Again, the Medrash kind of, kind of describes their more impoverished material circumstances. They lived and they waited to die. Chatzar Mavis was a place without aspirations. Chatzar Mavis was a place without dreams. Chatzar Mavis was a place without goals. If you lived in Chatzar Mavis, you just got through the day, one day to get to the next, recognizing, I'm just waiting to die. In other words, I'm just waiting for life to be over. But there's no grand plan. There's, there's, no, there's no master vision. There's no, I want to do this, I want to accomplish this, I want to become this. Chatzar Mavis was literally the place, it's not where dreams went to die. It's where dreams were never even dreamt. Nothing even came to the front. No one aspired for anything more. This is the place that this young man was named after. His father named him after a place, Chatzar Mavis. So you'll think to yourself, what kind of father names his son after a place where the residents have no dreams, goal, or aspirations? So dear friends, look at the name of the Tata. Who is the father? Yakton. The Shurish of Yakton, Katan. Small, or perhaps better stated, small-mindedness. A small-minded father births a son with no aspirations. A small-minded father never infuses into his son the possibility that perhaps life could be more. A yakton, someone who is cut on, who is small in his own life outlooks, someone who is stymied in his ability to see anything bigger for himself or for his life. The father yakton, that births a son, chaser moves. That births a son who is named after a place of no dreams, no aspirations as well. And what an incredible lesson the Torah is trying to teach us. How do we think about ourselves? How do we think about ourselves? How do we look at ourselves? How do we go through life? You know, dear friends, whether we realize it or not, so many of us, we kind of just lead chatzar maves lives. Not that I'm actively waiting to die chatzar shalom, but I just go day to day. I just go day to day. Right? To hear it all the time, oh, the week flew by. There are two ways in which the week flies by. If one is engaged in dynamic, frenetic activity, or one is doing absolutely nothing. Either way, the week flies by. The shaila is, what kind of week was it which flew by? Sometimes we get stuck in the chatzar mavas rhythm of life, just going day to day, in and out, up, eat, work, back, dun, dun, dun. And yes, it's, it's sprinkled or it's peppered with some moments of meaning, but there's no plan. So you ask yourself, how did I wind up in chatzar mavas in life? How did I wind up here? And the answer is very simple. Because I became a yakton. Because I became a small-minded person. If you don't think big, if you don't dream big, if you don't have personal life goals and aspirations for yourself and you become a yakton, then unfortunately, I'll end up taking up residence in Chatzar Mavas. I'll end up living in that place where dreams go to die or perhaps even better or even worse, where dreams never even get dreamt. 
if I become a small-minded yakton person, I end up in the geographic destination or life destination of Chatzar Mavis. Kodesh Baruch Hu teaches us so many lessons, some in an overt, kind of hitting us over the head way, and other times in a very nuanced way. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to dream big. He wants us to think big. And, you know, sometimes we're scared. Because if I, what happens if I dream big? I have this great golden aspiration and it doesn't materialize. So what? So what? We all know, especially as we get older, most big dreams and big aspirations don't materialize. They don't come to fruition. But if you dream big, if you have enough big dreams, enough magnificent aspirations, enough incredible goals, something will materialize. Maybe it's not how I wanted it, how I planned it, how I thought about it, but if you go big in life, something big will happen. When, where, how, what? Those are the great variables of the human condition. That's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants of us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought us into this world because He knows we have something to contribute. HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought us into this world because He knows that we could be the agents of change. HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought us into this world because He knows that the world is better because we are here. If the world didn't need me, then I wouldn't be here. If I'm here, it's because I have a purpose. If it's here, it's because I can be an agent of change. If I'm here, it's because I have something to contribute. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, don't be a yakton, because if you're a yakton, you'll end up in Chatzar Moves. Run away from small-mindedness. Run away from life pettiness. Run away, never take up residence in Chatzar Moves. Dream big. Think big. Wish big. Have great dreams and aspirations for yourself. HaKadosh Baruch Hu whispers in our ear. And there's no telling what we will accomplish. So if Chatzar Shalom have taken up residence in Yakton land, or in Chatzar Moves world. Parashas Noach is the time to pack your bags and relocate. To relocate to the place of big dreams, big goals, big aspirations. Halavai, we'll all be zochet to see each other there. Wishing everyone a good and Arab Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.